Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, blessings, and a wonderful good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good whatever time it is at the moment in which you are hearing the sound of my voice. I am just so grateful to God just to be able to once again meet you in the airwaves, be it on satellite radio, in cyberspace, on the internet, wherever you connect with us. We are grateful to God for the opportunity to first and foremost be alive and to be able to share the wondrous works of the Lord in the land of the living with you at this very moment. To God be all the glory, all the honor, all the everything in Jesus' name. Welcome to the Israel Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I have my trusty ride or die partner with me and beautiful co-host, a wonderfully talented and unbelievably gifted Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you? You know, the only reason why I really come on this show is to hear your introduction, right? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Man, because I promise you, it is nothing but a, a spiritual booster, and you speaking life into me. And I'm going to tell you right now, with everything that's going on, not having somebody around you, I'm sure, not speaking life to you, not having yourself not strong enough to speak life to you, I'm sure it can be quite messed up right now. But I wanted everybody to know that I just wanted, my sister asked me today, how are you, sis? And I said, I wanted you to know something, some things been going on. But I thank God for it all, the good, bad, the ugly, great, and small. And that's for real. And I know that that's Marvin Sapp's song, but hey, if that's my testimony, I don't, know, I don't want nobody to be mad while I'm going with it. But sis, most <laughs> of all, how has things been going with you in this world right now? You know what? For me, I'm just grateful. I am grateful. I, you know, I um, I was talking to to my sister Nisi today, and I said to her, in all transparency, um, there are times right right at this moment that I struggle with contentment, and um, just in being content with the state of where I am, what's happening with my family, what I have, what I don't have, um, my spirituality, my just, you know, there are times and there, and I thank and praise God that I, with myself and with God and with you guys, um, to admit that sometimes, you know, it's like being content in, in situations can sometimes be a struggle. And especially with everything that's going on around us, I think I'm super hard on myself when I find myself in a place of discontentment 
because I have nothing to be discontented about because God has just been so gracious and so good every step of the way. But I just think that, you know, sometimes, and I I want you to share your testimony that you were just sharing with me because I think it's really important for our listeners to hear, you know, some of the struggles that we go through and how God can step in and flip the script, you know? And and that's part of, like, you know, everything around us, across the globe, people, not just in America, but across the globe, there is such upheaval going on. And, and, and to find yourself in a place of complaining or discontentment, as I was saying, you have to stop and ask yourself, what the heck is wrong with me? And that's something... That you know, I have to. I've come. I've come to recognize within myself because there are times when I just have to say, you know, Lord, please, 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 please forgive me because I really have nothing to be discontented about. You, no matter what, what the situation, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the obstacle pops up, no matter what the trial or the tribulation may be, you have always, and I mean with capital, all caps, always brought me through. You have always been my support. You have always been my provider. You have always made a way out of no way at all. So, what the heck do I have to be discontented about, you know? And so I just, you know, it's like in in this hour in which we find ourselves, we're almost at the end of a very, very crazy year. I mean, if, if you don't call it anything else, I mean, it has been chaotic. It has been unsettling. It has been frightening. It has been sad. It has been um, sorrowful. It has been exhilarating. It has been every, I, I think that I have encountered every conceivable emotion across the board <laughs> this year, you know, with everything that has gone on, with the loss of people, with um, the additions of, of a new great-grandchild. With just, it, it has just been a incredible year. My my oldest grandson finally coming home. Just there's been so much, you know. And I literally, I think it's just been across the board every conceivable um, emotion. But at the end of the day, here we are, almost at the end of this year, where we're almost um, uh, uh, celebrating Christmas and and going into 2021. I have to say at this very moment, Father, I thank you because no matter what, no matter what, you have been steadfast and faithful through it all. So, sis, I would love for you. Uh, this is we we decided that this show was just going to be free flowing, and we were just going to let the Holy Spirit use us. And I thank and praise God for the testimony that you were giving me as we were waiting for the show to begin. So I would really love for you to share uh, what you were sharing with me, with our listeners. I love you for that. And if you don't mind, I want to put a little insert, everybody, just to show you that we are real people. And when we go on the show, it's not about a script. We, we have a topic, but not a script. And when we speak to you guys, it's from our souls. And I know that for certain from my sister first, Elder Colette, my God sister in Christ. I know that for certain. And I'm really realizing it. I've grown with you guys, this audience, for the last several years. So let me begin to say that before 2020 began, in, 19, in, in uh, 2019, I had made up my mind I was going to church that New Year's. And that I was looking for a change for 2020 to be different. And I know a lot of you out there, you listeners right now, felt the same way. And I'm not saying everybody. I'm not talking to the ones that don't understand what I'm saying. I'm talking to the ones who do. So then, you know, I go, you know, I make it to church on time. Even when I've seen the devil trying to stop me, I go up to the altar for prayer. For the first time, my husband goes with me. I'm feeling victory all over the place. I come home, I had already cooked y'all, you know what I'm saying? I was in a good mood. 
And I said, I know 2020 going to be a year. Lord, just what my pastor said, open up my eyes, Lord. Please open up the windows of my eyes. I want to see you. Let 2020 be a year of clarity. Hold them up. I remember used to saying to my, my, out loud when I was a child, Lord, I need strength. And my grandmother used to say, shut up. Don't say that. Because what you don't know is you don't know what you got to go through to get strength. Well, as a child, I didn't really quite understand it. I did, but I didn't. And it's the truth. Be careful what you say out of your mouth, because sometimes a blessing can be a curse and a curse can be a blessing. So I went on, you guys, please hear me. I'm like, I'm going to go on fast with the church. I got to get my offering, my seed. It's going to be an awesome year. I woke up. I was waking up early every morning, set my alarm. It seemed like I had energy. I was going to the gym. You guys, I was losing weight, feeling kind of cute and everything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just everything. Got a little distraught a little bit looking at my husband saying, I thought you were supposed to be fasting with me. And But he really didn't say he was. He said he would try. And he did try, and guess what? That was up to him. He didn't succeed, so I kind of got a little off balance, but I was still focused. So I go on, and I'm going to the gym, and everything's going on, and all of a sudden, my husband gets sick. And I believe I know that I've shared this on the show with you guys to the point where they told us that it could be cancer, and he was going to, we didn't know if he was going to die or not. So now all these things are going on, but I'm still trying to stay focused. I'm still trying to, you know, remain to what I said true. I'm up, I'm praying, I'm working out. I'm feeling so good, you guys. Please hear me. It was flowing so good. And when he got sick, that changed the atmosphere. Because then I didn't even realize that I was going to get to the point where I didn't even want to work out. Because when I did, I looked at him and he was fighting for his breath. And I was working out. And that didn't make me feel good. So things shifted and things changed. And then my job, when you go on your job, now all of a sudden you got arrows. What's these arrows for? You got to help customers because they only can go one way up the aisle, another way down. We try to keep people six feet distant apart. You hear announcements every three minutes saying, you know, you got to have your mask on. Now they're telling us we have to have masks. And now all the stuff has become on it. Where did this come from? What? All of a sudden, I'm watching Japan, and everybody got on mass there. Now, all of a sudden, we're in America, home of the free. Now, we have to wear masks. What? So our whole life's changed. So now I'm learning how to breathe. Now I'm watching on the news, people getting killed and, and the police doing this. Because you, please understand one thing. The media is going to only promote to you what they want your eyes to see. And if you believe in your heart that on one side of town, in the rich side of town, they get the same kind of news that you get, they don't. And people say, what? Their newspaper, they're everything. They tell you where they want to keep you and where they want you to be in their circle and what they don't want you to do. That's why they put more alcohol and more drugs in the poor neighborhoods than they do in the rich neighborhoods. It's amazing because you can go in the rich neighborhoods and you can't find no malt liquor. But if you go on the other side of the train track here in the south and go to less so fortunate areas, you can find malt liquor and anything else you want. So now the world's changing. Now, I understand. I said to myself, sis, I'm going to go on a hiatus. I told my husband from church, I need to take me a sabbatical. I'm going to church, and I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of it. And now I'm seeing people that don't even seem right to me. And why are people even going to church when there ain't no love there? Man, I've been going to this church for this long, and don't nobody even know who I am. I don't feel like I want to participate because when I feel like I want to participate, people seem like they're in a clique, and I can't be in a clique. Man, I can't even go up and talk to my pastor. That all of a sudden now I'm locked up in the house with my husband. We were before, but now because we can't go anywhere, before we didn't. But now they're telling us we can't now. I feel like there's a need to go somewhere, right? Now my church is being shut down. Now this is happening. Now our town begins to look like a ghost town because for a minute people did stay in. It would get what took me 30 minutes to get to work was only taking me 16 minutes because nobody was hardly on the road. This is weird. Then all of a sudden I'm still working out. Okay, everybody, I'm still staying focused. Now my gym is saying we got a situation. We got to close down for right now. Break a break of one nine and blah blah blah. What? Now all of a sudden. Everything I'm doing, 
has changed. My husband gets better, thank you, Jesus, and then he gets worse, even worse than that. Then I'm calling on the phone, and now my mom's sick. Now she's way in Vegas, and I'm in, a, I'm in Augusta. Now I'm worried. Then for some reason, I stopped talking to my sister, all, all out of the clear blue. Now all of a sudden, this was happening over here. Now all of a sudden, this was happening over there. What is going on? Now I turn on the news, this person dies, this person dies, this person dies. And even though you don't know the person, sis, believe it or not, it still affects you in some kind of way if you have a heart. Because now you're looking at your life saying, people leaving here, and I'm still here. So now, this leads all the way up, all these things going on in the year. And I ask myself, I downsized into another property because I'm thinking the property we have is a little bigger. We rented it out and we were getting ready to sell it. And guess what? That fell through. Then we start having a, pro- a plumbing problem. They start talking $5,000 or something. And then, this, then the next thing in another property, this had to be done. And then a new roof, $5,500. And then this and then that. And I'm sitting there going, wait, can I get off, Lord? Because where I thought I was strong, I don't feel strong anymore. Now I'm barely praying. I don't even know what to say to you anymore. So it leads it all the way up. Now I'm in a different department. Now I'm in even a messier department than I was with the other department. This is a smaller department. Now I work with men, but it's so much mess there. And what's so scary, Seth? Everybody knows Christ in there. We got people that can quote the Bible to you like Bible scholars, but we're still talking about each other. What's going on? I'm working five times harder than I worked in my last department, and I thought I worked hard, and I thought I was going over there, and it wasn't going to be that hard. What have I done? Lord, hold up. Slow him down. Now I'm home with my husband all the time. Now I'm talking about I don't I don't know what's going on. I'm, I know we don't argue like that all the time, but sometimes I don't even know. I don't even know if this is it. Maybe we shouldn't be married right now. You know, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling everything. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. I'm feeling anxious. The Bible says trust and depend on me. And I'm sitting there going, I do, but then at the same time, I don't, Lord. I don't even know what is going on. My life is out of control. And I didn't think that it was. So I just told my sister, I'm speeding it up. Thank you, sis, for this moment. You still there? I'm here. Audience, I hope you're still with me. What I shared to my sister was, okay, so I need a break, right? And I hear my pastor talking about mental break, and I went, whoo, I need a mental break. So I'm talking to my boss. She was like, you know what? You still got 40 hours, you guys. That's five days. You still got 40 hours of vacation. I said, I do. She was like, yeah, you got to take it. But, you you know, it's because you don't take it, you lose it. And she said, but if you don't, they'll pay you for it. I said, well, no, I don't want that at the end. I want, I'd rather go ahead and take it because I need this moment anyway. Okay, because, see, what they, you don't know is when you work in corporations and stuff, now people are, um, are having the COVID, even though they try to keep it silent. I thank God for people loving me, and I'm finding out all these people that really got it, and I've been around them, but you're trying to tell me on, that you watched the camera and I wasn't around them, but I'm still seeing people that I really was around, and they got tested positive, and these ain't games. This is what's really going on because I'm in the grocery store. So then all of a sudden, then I go to my other boss, my assistant store manager, and I say to her, I got some floating holidays. I know that, you know, because what you got to understand, in our company, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and different, not Christmas, but Thanksgiving, Easter, and different things, you don't have to get double time for it. You can go ahead and say, I'd rather not get paid for it. Let me float it, and I'll use it as vacation time later. So I said to her, how many, I know I got some floating holidays, how many have? She said three. I said, thank you very much. So I try to plan it like Easter eggs. You know, I try to plan everything because regardless of the fact it was my birthday, you guys, and I said, I want to make this happen. So this is how I did it. I worked six days straight, and on our beginning of the week begins on a Saturday. So my boss gave me that Thursday, my birthday, and that Friday off for that week. Saturday starts a new beginning of the week. So he gave me that Saturday, Sunday as the beginning of the week's off. So they gave me four days that basically were free. My vacation started Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
I took Saturday, Sunday off for that week as 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 my beginning of my days off. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, as all as my floating holidays don't come back until Thursday. You guys, I'm enjoying myself, being honest, with the COVID and everything. It's not that I got a chance to do anything, but I'm really starting to enjoy this mental break right now, even if it's just getting up when I want and having a cup of coffee or whatever. I didn't feel bad about it. Then all of a sudden I get a call from my boss. How are you? I'm fine. What's wrong? Nothing. I thought I should call you. Everybody's getting after me about this vacation. And then I call corporate and I find out you don't have that time. What you mean I don't have that time? I watched my own thing. It said I have 40 hours left. Well, what is saying was you have 40 hours accumulated, but not really accumulated because, see, even though you've been at the company this long, I mean, for the last two and a half, three years, but you you know what I'm saying? You ain't been full-time that long, so they didn't, you know, we shouldn't have gave it to you, but we gave it to you. And if you don't come back, um, you can come back, but I'm just saying if you don't come back here during Christmas, you ain't going to have a check. Excuse me? What you talking about? I ain't going to have no money. Well, I'm glad you called me because I know if I went up there to pick up a check and y'all told me I didn't have one, I probably would have just not acted like a nice person and I would have came out of character and showed my character and my color. And I'm not saying that because we already know, we know that we can act dignified, but if we want to, we can act just as uncivilized as we want to. So I went on to tell my boss, I don't understand this. How can I talk to one store manager and they tell me I got this? And then I talk to my assistant, you tell me, and that was you, and you tell me I had this. Now you tell me if I don't come back by this time, I ain't going to get paid at all? Let me say something to you guys. I was so upset that I couldn't even enjoy that last day off. So I went back to work, and I did. And when I went back, I was mad as the devil. Out of character with myself, I understand. But I'm just keeping it real with you guys. I wasn't happy. And I wasn't happy because I felt like they forced me to come back and somebody wasn't being honest with me. And I still feel like, and I understand now why. So understand before all this happened, because all this mess, I hear one of the people that I thought was a good boss to me say, yeah, she took this long to do something. I can't believe she took that long. So now you talked about me? I don't even want to go back. You guys know what I told the Lord? <laughs> See, while I was on that vacation, I understand. I was like Carol Ann. I was getting ready to go into the light. I was looking for reasons why I didn't even need to go back to that job. I was promising you guys. I was saying, forget it if I have to quit. I don't know how you're going to do it, Lord, but something's going to work out. Or if we have to give up everything, just, you know what I'm saying, property, car, whatever, that's what we got to do. But I'm sick and tired of this, and I ain't dealing with it no more. But God knew better, didn't he? He was in the plan. If I don't bring Tanya back at this time, but I'm going to send a messenger because I need to let her know what's going on. Because what the enemies have sent against her for bad, I need to turn it around for her good. So he still sent an angel to come to me to tell me if we did make a mistake. Whatever the case may be, the Lord let me know. Before all this took place, I gave you seven days. I said, you right, Lord. He said, I need you to go back. I don't know if I can go back because I'm feeling kind of salty. And I walked in with an attitude, and I was getting ready. My attitude projected spearing out not good things. One of the girls asked, how you doing, Tanya? I'm all right. I guess I'm here. And I began to look at her like if she said one word to me and one word only. That's all I'm going to need to get this party started up in here. And I let her know that. Because, see, guess what? I'm keeping it real because even though I love God, I still struggle with myself. So I went in there, and before I knew it, he said, Tanya, I said, what you need me to do? I said to my boss, the one that said I was slow, remember? Now I still carry him carrying that little attitude with me to what he said, okay? He probably let it go, but I was still holding on because I wanted a reason. I ain't going to lie to y'all. So then tell me, go home. You know what I told my boss when she called me? Why don't y'all fire me, please? Call it insubordination so I can get unemployment. Do what you got to do. I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm sick of this. No, Tanya, please no. Just listen to me. I kept saying, no, I'm sick of it. Just listen to me. Please listen to me. Look how God loves me. Because when I was in myself, I would have risked it all. And he was like, angels, get down there. Because see, this fool, 
She just, I mean, you know, she acting foolish. She don't have a clue what I see way before her. She only can see right now, but I can see before her, please. And he sent someone. And you know what? That day I went back to work. Before I knew it, you guys, I was packing meat out. And before I knew it, praise came over me. Lord, first, let me repent for how ugly that I've acted when you've done everything you could to protect me and to love me. Let me say thank you for this job. And even though it's not the way that I feel like it should be, I know that because I'm here, you're making it all right. Thank you for transportation. When I get here every day, it may not be all right, but Lord, you guard me and guide me here. When I've heard so many other people have accidents and some have died. Thank you for my health and strength. My foot hurts sometimes and I got an attitude, but you're still blessing me, spite of all the people we've lost with the COVID, spite of all the COVID that's happening on this job, you still protected me. I was sick last week before that, you guys, during Thanksgiving, and I was scared because I thought, oh, Lord, I had a COVID. And the Lord and the Holy Spirit was leading me to what to do. Take this, take that, take this, get some rest and do this. He gave me that moment and protected my body. I'm just saying this. He's no respecter of person. I feel like in my life I'm nothing that you should care about, Lord. So many people like Bishop T.D. Jakes and people like Joyce Myers and people like that. There's really doing their work. And he said, you're doing my work. And I said, but, Lord, I barely say things to people sometimes. I just speak how you tell me to speak. And he said, what you don't understand is it's not necessarily the big level of what you're doing it on, but it's the little levels, too. Somebody got to get in the nook and crannies. And I entrusted you with this gift so you can do the same. That's why I protect you. And before I knew it, my meat cutter, Angela, instead of having a bad attitude, she began to praise with me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, we began to say. Thank you before I knew it, you guys. I kept saying thank you because if it wasn't for you, I would not be here. But you gave me a job and even though it seemed so hard, you still show me favor over and over again. I want you to know something. I don't know who I'm talking to. You know, I have a habit sometimes. I'm like you, sis. I look at the things that I have, and I feel so disappointed sometimes because it really is a state of contentment, but I find something if I'm wrong it or fault. And I begin to say, you know, I should be doing this right now. Lord, I should be doing this. And when I always minister to other people that he gave me to, the Lord is saying, take this time of rest that to spend with me. And now the Lord is saying, I know that you minister to everybody else. I noticed that you said to everybody else. But when is the last time you spent with me? Use this time. Use this moment. Because when it really gets crump again, you guys, it's going to get crump. Come on, everybody. We got a president squatting in the White House. Have y'all ever heard anything like that before in your life? We ain't going to talk about politics. We free-flowing right now. We got some issues in hand right now. This between the radicalists and the libertarians. Now they're starting to call us black people. Radicalist, even though you don't know what I voted or not, and then all of a sudden it's the liberals, the dignitaries. Somebody from my husband's job shared with him the you these radicalists, you guys radicalists, and then said, I, "I don't mean no harm or anything. I'm just letting you guys know things are getting ready to change. Things are really getting ready to change." What does that mean? Because, see, I'm on the job, you guys, I promise you, before all this began, I had people that was Caucasian and people of the colors would speak to me. Now, all of a sudden, they act like I killed their best friend, shot their dog, and slapped them in the face. They won't even speak to me. I've had people to look at my face regardless of the fact they'll walk past me where they didn't before. So let me say this. 
I didn't mean to draw it out that long, sis, but I thank you for a moment because I had to begin it where it really started. We're at the end of the year right now. The Lord gave me a message today about myself. And I thank God for it all. The good, bad, the great, the ugly, great and small. I'm just so happy for it all. It ain't been easy. I know nobody thought 2020 was going to be like this. And God has given me the gift to see some things. I didn't see this coming. But I'm trusting God because he's allowing me so far, so far to be here. And like you saying, sis, we've lost so many people, loved ones, friends, people we didn't know. And what we got to realize is we're concentrating on the wrong things. You may not can change the state the world is in, but you can change the state of mind that you're in. And pray for those to despitefully use you and hurt you for no reason. We've all been sick before. And hurt people hurt people. And just because a person has money, that does not mean that they're not messed up in their heads and that they have it all together. And just because you may be struggling down in your last dime and no, don't know how you're going to make it, that doesn't mean that you're any less. And that's what the Lord is telling me to tell people. If you lost cars during this season, then you lost cars during this season because maybe that's not what you needed. If you lost houses, maybe because that's not what you needed. And it's hard to say that. But I promise you guys something. I believe God is giving us hitting a reset button for a lot of us, sis. And letting us reset our lives to begin again. So I have talked to myself. I'm sorry, you guys. I just want y'all. I'm not sorry. I'm just, I love you guys. I just like to pour it out to you just how the Lord has given it to me. But I will tell you guys something. The Lord even told me several times to sow a seed. And I was like, sow a seed? Okay, I understand the COVID's going on. Just because the COVID's going on, that don't mean you still can't help somebody. Whether it's $20, $15, $10, whatever. Just give it from your heart. So you can reap the harvest in this due season. Thanks, sis, for letting me talk. I love you. No problem. I love you, too. Um, and there, there's so much meat on what you share because this year has been topsy-turvy, I'm sure, for the majority of us. And then sometimes, you know, it takes hearing the fact that you just have to, um, and again, like, recognize when you're walking in that discontented place and recognize and understand how much God really has done for you. You know, when we stop and we recognize the power of what he has done for us, it turns everything around. It changes the trajectory of our lives and, and the road that we're traveling on. You know, it, it will cause you, seriously, when you stop and you start to count up all that God has done for you, you know, we have a tendency to allow the negativity to um, play over and over again in our minds. You know, this should be this way and that should be that way and this person should be treating me like this and uh, why, why am I not being promoted and why... Am I being ignored? And, you know, um, my my spouse is not, doesn't treat me like someone else's spouse treats them, or my spouse doesn't have the means to do what somebody else's spouse is doing for them. There's, there's so much. Our, my children don't, don't honor me like so-and-so's children honor them. My, just, it's always my, 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 me, me, me when we start to go down that negative rabbit trail and that hole 
But when we stop and flip that and stop being me, 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 what I don't have, what I want, what I, how I wish it was, and flip that script and turn it around and start to see, wait a minute, Lord, okay. Um, every time I drive down the street, there's somebody that's out there that does not have a car to drive down the street. Every time I go under an overpass, I see tents, um, makeshift cardboard box houses, or people just sitting under there when I have a destination that I'm going to and a home to return back to. Every time I go to my refrigerator or to my pantry, it may not be what I want at that moment, but I promise you there is not a day that I go hungry. When we stop to think about these things, when I open my eyes in the morning, sometimes, you know, my body just be like, I don't really want to move, but I can move. I can get up. I can go to the bathroom. I can get myself together on my own without assistance. I can go to work. I have work to do. When we start flipping the script, and take our mindset off of me, 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 mine, 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 and start to see the glory of what God is doing for us and for our families and begin to speak life into the situations, even maybe into the situations you would like to see change. Instead of allowing the enemy to regurgitate the negativity in your mind over and over again about what you don't have, what is not, that what you wish it was, that is not, start speaking life into what you want. Start speaking life into the situations that your families are in instead of that negative and I don't know what's wrong with them, and da-da-da-da-da. No, no, you know what, God? I don't know what they're going through to the complete degree. I can see from the outside, even your children. You don't even know what's going on within your children. You know a part of it, but you don't know all of it. You don't know what pain may be there. You don't know what the enemy has sown into them to the, to the, the complete finite degree of all of it. You know, in part, because you're not that person. But the one that knows it all has the capability of turning it all around. I was listening to a song today, and I've heard the song many, many times. And it's Donald Lawrence, and, and it's one of his new ones, and I don't remember the the title of the song. But I do know that there is a a lyric in there, there's a verse in there that talks about you not worrying because the the God you serve governs the angel armies. I just it like that thing hit me like a boltning today because it's like he governs the angel armies. That means he is in control of the angel armies. There is nothing on God's green earth that can compare to the angel army. One, one of the angel warriors can destroy a thousand men at the swoop, just one swoop of his sword. Absolutely nothing that we can deal with would go with with the angel army. Okay, we have we have no recourse against them, literally, which means that man, if we have no recourse against them, neither does man. And the God we serve governs the angel army. And then we have the audacity to fear and tremble and be worried about things that are going on in our lives. To overthink the the situations that present themselves to us, to look at our spouses in a negative way when God has blessed you with someone that will stand by you, that will go through whatever you have to go through with you, but it's not enough. Amen. 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 When you have people out there 
that are being abused and misused. Amen. And have Amen. no support, even within the framework of their their family unit. It's like we got to get to the place where we stop feeding into this crap that the enemy feeds us about our circumstances and our situations, about the people that God has blessed our lives with. We got to yeah. stop. Yeah. We got to stop. Amen. I love it. Thank and, you, and sir. And above I all else, pick up the mirror and look at yourself, okay? Because I promise you, when I think about mine, when I think about my husband, and I flip that script and look in the mirror at me, I'm like, oh, homeboy, you you need medals, you need rewards, you, you need all kind of things to deal with me. I love it. Because I can't be all that. And so it's just, I'm saying this seriously to say let's let's not go out of 2020 on a negative. Let's not go out of 2020 in defeat. Let's not go out of 2020 in a discontented state of mind. Let's go out of 2020 in victory. I don't, and when I say I don't care what you've lost, please hear me. It's not that I don't care with my feelings and my heart, but it is to say whatever it is that you have lost this year, even in people, what you have not lost is God. What you have not lost is the creator of the universe. You have not lost his love. You have not lost his grace. You have not lost his mercy. You have not lost his compassion. You have not lost his peace. He knows everything you walk through. He knows. And yet, he knows your faults. He knows your your shortcomings. And yet, through it all, he still refuses to walk away. He still refuses to turn his back. Even when you're angry because of what you walked through and you lash out at him and you really you want to curse him, which you can't, which you try. Does not walk away. He allows you to vent. He allows you to grieve. He allows you to walk through all the different stages of emotion that you walk through. And yet, it's still standing there with open arms going, I love you. You are my beloved. You are my child. You are mine. I will not let you go, even when you fight me, even when you turn your back on me, I will not let you go. I will not cast you aside. I will still yet be here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And you can hope, and you can have faith. And you can build upon. See, when you feel that you've lost everything and you have nothing, you have to have a starting place to rebuild. Let your foundation be deep. Let your foundation be built in the fact that he said he would not forsake. But you said, but Coilette, how did he let me go through this? Coilette, how could he let my loved one die? Coilette, how could you? How could he allow me to lose so much? All I can tell you is no matter what you felt that you've lost, what you gain in him in the midst of it, 
is far more valuable. Because think about it. We are all housed in this flesh and blood. And this flesh and blood that started in dust is always going to go back to dust. Sometimes it returns back to that form faster than what we would like to see in some people. But one thing is for sure, we all got to go that way. And again, sometimes it's, it's, it's premature in our eyes, but we don't know. We don't. We can't answer all the questions, and this is something that we have to come to terms with because we we sometimes fabricate answers to try to make people feel better when we should just say, "I don't know. I don't have the answer to that." But what I do know is that God is yet faithful. He is yet there. I don't know why you had to walk through what you walked through. I don't know why you had to be abused. I don't know. All I, I know that that there is a wickedness of man's heart that does not come from God, and that man has a propensity to give in to the wickedness of his heart. I know that there are times when you'll see two people walking through the same thing, and one will be taken, and the other one will overcome. I, I don't have an answer on how that selection process goes. I'm not going to make it up just to try to, 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 to make you feel better. But what, what I can tell you is no matter which side of that process you've had to walk on, be it the jubilation of your, your loved one being healed or the grief of your loved one being taken, the same God is yet still present to see you through it and to help you rebuild upon it. I don't have all the answers. I'm not going to pretend that I do. But I know who does. And I know sometimes he will give us answers and sometimes he will not. But he yet will remain faithful to see us through it. There are things that have occurred in my life. And I'm just like, Daddy, I don't understand this one. I I don't get it. I, I just, I don't get it. And there are times when he'll carry me through and allow me to look back and see the pattern that he was weaving in the midst of it. And then there are times when here it is 20 years later and I still don't have an answer. 20 years later, I still don't understand why my my son-in-law had to leave this earth realm and leave his wife and his children. I still don't understand. I don't get it. I still see the loneliness in my daughter's heart. I still see all the the trials and tribulations that some of my grandchildren went through because of that loss. I don't understand, but what I do know is 20 years later, God has yet been faithful through it all, through the ups, the downs, the prison, the, the, the loneliness, whatever has occurred since that time. He has yet been faithful, and he has seen my family through every step of the way, and yet still, and yet still holding it together and blessing. I don't, get, I don't have the answers to everything. I'm not going to fake it and pretend that I do. I'm not going to tell this crap about, oh, God needed a flower for his garden, and so he, no, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. If God needed a flower, he could have created another flower. I don't know why he, he allows what he allows. I don't understand. I, I, I've said this over and over again that I really, and God has he's, he's carried me a long ways in this and, and started to show me about his unconditional love and why he gave us the freedom of, of choice. But still, there are still times. It's just like, I'm, I'm, I know that he wanted us to love him freely. Um, to give ourselves to him freely, but it's like sometimes when I even look at my own decisions, forget the decisions of other people, when I look at my own decisions, it'll be like, mm, I don't know if you really should give me a freedom of choice, because sometimes I abuse that. Sometimes I misuse that. Other times I'm so grateful for it because I can freely give myself to you, Lord. I freely, I can freely allow you to use me to the betterment of someone else's life. I thank you. And other times it's like, hmm, 
Mm-hmm. You're okay, Daddy. I'm so sorry because, yeah, that was a bad choice right there. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have went that direction. But yet and still, here's, here's the key to what I'm saying is his faithfulness. I am by far an, not a perfect person, and I don't believe there's one walking the planted in flesh and blood right now. The last one walked on water. I haven't seen anybody else do it. But even in his perfection, he had to freely submit himself to God, to be used of God in a time of pain and sorrow, a time of hurt, a time of rejection. He still had to walk through that. So, again, I, I don't have all the answers, but what I do know that in the, the tumultuous year that we've walked through this year, God, this year has been unfathomable. However, we have survived up to this point, and God willing, we got two weeks to go. And, and as we said last week, running into 21, <laughs> It's like, oh, there's still yet a whole lot of more mess to come. We're not running into 21, skip to Malou, my darling. No, we recognize on the heels of 2020 that 2021 is going to yield its own issues and hardships from the very beginning. But if we trust him, if we trust and allow him the freedom within our lives to minister to our hearts, to to control our thoughts. If we subject our thought patterns to him, if we stop yielding to the negativity that we hear all around us and just trust him, just love him, not being caught up in political upheaval, not being caught up in COVID. You know, it's it's real. We we have attack on our very democracy for those of us that live in America. We have the highest percentage of deaths to COVID. This is real. This is not fake or phony. This is real. But that does not mean we have to allow these sick situations and circumstances to govern our lives. Our lives have to be governed by our faith in God, by our knowledge of who he is, by our trust in him getting us through, by our submitting our loved ones to him and trusting him that they will accomplish that for which he created them. We, we, we've got to flip the script, tear down all the negativity that we allow. You know, they did studies, and people that are at peace and people that laugh, that, that is a healing mechanism, even for people with the dreaded C, you know, with cancer. If we allow the stress, not to overtake us, but we keep the lightheartedness, but we keep our trust in God. We, we scale down that fear factor and believe him. Whose report will you believe? That's the key to survival. What do you say to the enemy when the enemy tells you he's going to take you out? You tell the devil he is a lie. You will live and not die in decree and declare the wondrous works of the Lord in the land of the living. In the land of the living. I'm going to decree it for myself. I'm going to tell my own testimony. It's not about somebody writing my epitaph, giving my eulogy talking about how good I was on. Let me tell you how good God is while I'm yet here to say it out of my mouth. Let me give God his flowers, his praise, his adoration, because God in heaven knows he is do it. 
he is due it. So I just, again, my, my desire is just to make sure that we, we are not going out of 2020 backwards, but we're going out of 2020 in victory, in victory with our flag flying high, that flag that says, I am a child of the most high God, the God who governs the angel army. I have nothing to fear because my God is with me. He will never forsake me. He will never cast me. He will yet see me through it all. There are many of you, and Tanya, I'm going to have you pray in just a moment, but there are many of you, you're winding down and you're scared to death because your unemployment stops the day after Christmas. Woo! The, the, the moratorium on evictions is over this month. Congress is too caught up in themselves to recognize and understand the needs of the people. They're playing Russian roulette with your needs. And you're scared. But you don't need to be afraid. What you need to do is speak into your situation and decree and declare the God who governs the angel army, who has the power to release them to fight on my behalf. Well, see me through. I don't know how, but that's not my problem. How is up to him. I just know he will. And of that, you can take it. So, sis, we got three minutes left. So I just would pray that you would pray over the people and release the blessing of God over their lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just really want to first say I put thee first. Don't let it be me, but use me as a vessel for you. Because what I don't want to do is I don't want to hinder your people, your children in any way. But I want your word to go forth and to be able to heal and to conform us. There's so much fear in the land and so much going on. But again, allow us to concentrate on what we need to concentrate on. And sometimes we need to come out of ourselves to see others. Father, I'm just asking in the name of Jesus right now that you please, in the name of Jesus, help us. Help us to see a different way, a brighter day. Help us to stop looking backwards but look forward, and not just forward Mm -hmm. but to look up to which you, the only true God, can deliver us. Allow your people that are called by your name to humble themselves, to turn from their wicked ways and seek your face so we begin to see healing in the land. We're going to pray for both sides of the politicians and both sides of the fence, Democrats or Republicans, senators and everything that's going on. We pray for the ones that are voting because of hatred, for those that are voting Mm. because they're confused. Either way it goes, Father God, we still have the same results. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying in the name of Jesus that we will continue to seek you. You will continue to watch over us and love us through all things in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you. We thank you so much for being Lord. We thank you so much for being God. And we pray in Jesus' name. We love you guys. And I pray and hope that you all can be blessed. And in 2020, on a good note of good clarity and not negative. And I'm praying for all those right now that are seeking suicide as the way out or into their lives that you can see a brighter day and know that better Mm -hmm. things are coming. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May you embrace his love. May you recognize and understand no matter what, You are never alone, for he is an ever-present help in your time of need. I pray that you will have an incredibly blessed week, and we, Lord willing, will be back with you 
Same God power, same God Same God channel. But isn't it Merry God Christmas, Seth? Because uh, no, isn't it Christmas? Yet. We got another. We got two more weeks. Before Christmas? Yeah, no. Yeah. No, we got today this is the week 13th. And the following week. Today is the 13th. The Christmas is not to the 25th. So oh, see, this see everybody? And see how quick it is to get caught up? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love you guys. We love you. Yeah. We love you. Hallelujah. Have a blessed, blessed week. God bless. I love you, sis. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Let's keep it Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.